Well, that worked out exactly how I planned, said no one ever. I Feel Awful, Chronicles of Leadership, a micro-podcast featuring Christine Sachs, Juanita Milano-Para, Katharina Schneegas, and Robert Kwong. Chronicle 59, When It's Working. Live podcast. And you'll have to excuse me, I'm going to go on mute for most of this because I have COVID, so that's not working. But there's some other stuff that's working. We've got an interesting chat between the four of us today. Robert, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, something that came up as we were catching up and connecting over the podcast is, um, you know, as a newest member, I am still adjusting to what my process is going to look like for translating into Mandarin Chinese, which is quite challenging, I have to say. Um, and uh, my mom, I thought it was a great opportunity, right? Someone in personal development, I thought, well, I want to freshen up my language skills. And my mom is a language professor. She taught Chinese at university. And um, so I thought this might be challenging because it's like I'm working with my mom. And as we're getting into it and we're translating more episodes, she's starting to listen to the content. Imagine that. She's listening to what we're talking about, such as New Year's resolutions and why do they falter? And um, so the funniest thing is, you know, as we're getting adjusted to spending time together in this way that we haven't before, she's using these coaching concepts to discuss my life's future, <laughs> my future decisions and uh, why I uh, why I am at where I'm at in life and things like that. And she is actively um, using these coaching ideas to have a conversation with me, which actually is quite nice, but it also just makes me laugh because as we were discussing like, oh, people are listening, this is working. <laughs> People are talking using these ideas. And then I was like, I did have a moment of like a freak out of like, oh my God, is this happening right now? <laughs> so that was that was my recent experience with this project. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Robert. Um, I think it's um, coming back to the overall elevated conversation that we had up front about what happens when things are actually working. <laughs> like your mom understanding our concepts, supporting you and, not, and also listening to the content and then use it against you with you. <laughs> there may be a better phrase for that. <laughs> but it the really was. This one isn't going to be translated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hi, Robert's mom, by the way, when you're listening. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait to I can't wait to share this with her because I really did think this is a perfect opportunity. And I was clear on some of my intentions. Right. And then the part I wasn't expecting was how I, I couldn't control was how my my mom would react to what we talk about. And she's not very familiar with, you know, some of the things that coaches might discuss a lot. So um it was just such a wonderful opportunity to kind of connect with each other in a way I wasn't expecting. Um, so I did get a lot of what I want, but there were, um, it's always, there's always something slightly unexpected in that too. That's at least that's been my experience of getting, getting what we want, you know? I wonder if that's part of it. Like for me, like when things work, when things are working, the unexpected of it, which is funny, right? Because like in theory, if it's working, I plan for this or I had a vision around this and I work towards this. But when things actually. Yeah. 
it becomes a little weird. Your your internet blocked out. Can you say what you said again, Juanita? Yeah. So thinking that one of the what feels challenging when things are working is that it feels like unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more so the person who um, looks for the challenges, try to anticipate things. And so part of getting what we want is sometimes accepting that there are going to be things that that happened that were completely outside of my control per se, but maybe more so just committing to an opportunity. Um, but, but yeah, I, I tend to have some automatic reactions to when things happen that are exactly what I wanted. Sometimes I can freak out. <laughs> that's, that's a reaction of mine. Well, you know, what's really interesting and I apologize for my voice. I sound worse than I feel, but I, I definitely have COVID. So thank God we can do podcasts from our own little homes. Um, I, I had this discovery for myself, which is that, um, I have all this possibility available to me this year. Like, it's like, I had a great year last year, personally and professionally. I have a big year ahead of me this year. And I started to feel the same amorphous fear and like anxiety. And I noticed I started to do the things that I automatically do about like, uh, really check on my schedules and really be on top of stuff and like, just have this moment. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, is there actually something to be afraid of? And because um, everything on the surface seems to be working. So like what, what's actually happening. And what I realized is that one of the stories from my family of origin, you know, one of the stories from my childhood is that opportunity is a threat. And when I saw that, I was like, Oh, I have all these examples where I learned that opportunity means a dissolution of a relationship or is scary or could be dangerous. And so it would be natural that when things work and when there's all this opportunity in front of me, that I would associate that because of that learned behavior. So it's funny that um, we have all of these behaviors that I don't want to say sabotage us, but look to derail us from the experience of growth from a place of strength and momentum. And if we can distinguish like what is actually something to pay attention to versus the thing that's kind of learned behavior that is intended to keep us safer in our comfort zones. I don't know if you all have this experience as well. Yeah, you just said what I thought about, Christine, about um, getting scared when you're outside of your comfort zone or in general, like how fear and being scared and being afraid is part of us growing. Uh, that is something that I learned the last year also with um, a lot of my clients. When you, big, you, when you make big and bold moves, <laughs> it'll become the time where you're scared, where you feel like you want to shut it all down. You want to run away from it. It was a wrong decision, whatnot. Like when things become real and uh, you feel like you can already almost touch it. <laughs> For me personally, that's usually the time where I want to run away and don't follow through because it's getting real like sometimes I don't know if I have a similar story as you Christine probably not but I also have something around I'm I'm not deserving it or I'm not good enough and if I get it then I have to keep on like uh, holding the standard high or something so this is the reason for me why I oftentimes get scared when I'm very close of achieving something that I was committed to I already put the work in it and then like the last 5% of it are the ones that scare me usually. 
Juanita, we can't hear you. You don't have sound. I think this is the perfect example for the whole thing. Like, this has been working great. You know, like, we're growing the podcast. This is our life. Like, we're on a roll. And there's this thing of basically what just happened in my brain. But, like, what's going to go wrong? And what's going to go wrong? It's because this is too good. Right? Like, this is too good. I'm too happy. Um, and I don't know if it's kind of what you said, Katarina, of, like, the worthiness or um, just some of the family of origin of, Kind of like something's gonna go wrong. Like, what's that English saying of like the shoe drop, the other shoe drop? Um, but that's a lot of what comes to my mind. And I think what's helpful, something that's helpful in this conversation is bringing it back to that of like, okay, like what is that thought? What is that belief? What is that thing that makes things working out and things going well so weird or hard or straight, whatever it is? Yeah, and I always I used to always associate the satisfaction of getting what we want as um, you would have the experience of comfort. And the more I do this work, the more I realize, the more I get what I want, which are usually the things I really want are, I always call them like big ticket items. They're not super in our comfort zone at all. So generally when I have gotten close to that, I'm usually in a place where I'm a little bit uncomfortable, if not a lot uncomfortable. And I'm still kind of personally processing kind of that feeling because when we're uncomfortable, we tend to look for, I tend to believe that, that something's wrong. And so sometimes I can behave or communicate with people from a place like something's wrong, even if, even if there's nothing definitive. And so this playing with discomfort has been something um, that comes up a lot when actually things go right is I we flip right to the opposite because it's so uncomfortable for some reason. Well, and I think also, especially in like a in like a corporate organizational setting that people feel like if everything's working well, people will lose their momentum and ambition. You know, and for people who are listening, there's a lot of nods on the on the screen that um, and so I don't think that people artificially make up tension, but you know, this idea that there is an internal, I, I, I speak to enough people to, to know that there's an internal pull to like, well, if it's going good, then I'm just going to be complacent and then we're going to lose our standing and everything will go away, which automatically, which is in itself strange that like you work so hard to get what you want and then you can't live there because that means you'll lose the thing that you want, which is such an interesting uh, experience. I mean, um, you know, since we have the the luxury of having uh, four different cultures on the on the line, I wonder culturally if there's a that's very you know a lot of my clients are American, so like I wonder if it's different across the across the world, Germany, Colombia, China, um, if a similar thing or if it's different. This is where in the podcast we need to get music so that when you're all thinking, it's not like dead silence. <laughs> Well, I've, I've spoken about this before in some other conversations, but definitely I grew up in a, where standing out in a certain way is can be like dangerous. And in some ways, someone who's perceived to be successful, I've always, there's kind of that sense like successful people get what they want or they know how to create what they want. And so there's always that I've been associating that with like kind of the more you have that the more challenge you can also attract more challenges so you know it, it can almost like get away from 
some of the desirable experiences that you want to have and someone who just has a life that they want. But for me, culturally, it's very much about the more a person is perceived that way by others, it can be like dangerous. So as far as discomfort, I've definitely had to like converse with myself internally about that, that feeling coming up sometimes when I get exactly what I want, which sometimes will come with more attention or, you know, meeting, meeting people, for example. Right. So playing with that discomfort of like, it, it is related for me that something bad could happen is something I have to practice every day still. Interesting. I think German is slightly different, Robert, especially, so they're different. Like I would say the overall German culture sees, there are always ways of being more efficient and optimizing and getting better. So even if things are going well, there's always a better. <laughs> uh, and you as a leader, it's your job to look for how to optimize things, how to make them run smoother or like bigger or something like that. And then for the Northern part of Germany, that's a stereotype, but I wouldn't say it's not true. <laughs> um, a lot of people in the Northern part of Germany are, um, are raised that way that you're not talking too much about you and how great you are. So it's more about understatement and performing well is neutral, basically. You don't talk about your wins and accomplishments that much. Um, if everything runs smoothly, like there's nothing to talk about. And that's, I think, is a little bit the context of if things are going well over here. It's like you just, you don't talk, you don't celebrate too much because it might change like every minute and people don't like people who talk too much about their own wins and how great they are. I think in, I'm going to speak for Colombia and I think some things apply to other places in Latin America, but there's some tensions off. Well, and I'm thinking about when things work well, professionally, financially, in terms of lifestyle, like this type of things where there is, there has been that a danger of like, you don't want to just a danger of like be, having things robbed or like being on the list or like being on certain things that like, you really don't want people to know how successful or how great things are going. There's something that I think is more internal of there's so much inequality and there's so many needs and there's so many people that need so much that there's this thing of like, man, like, why do I have all of this? Like, I shouldn't have all of this when all these people have so many needs. And so it's kind of like a, I don't know what the word is for it, but just a, when there are so many needs, I shouldn't have this much. When there are so many people suffering, I shouldn't be this well. And so that's a constant, constant tension that I, that I speak with people about constant, like regularly. Um, and then the third thing is kind of what I was alluded to earlier, but just that idea that things can be gone in a second and maybe not exactly a second, but can be gone dramatically or like because of circumstances of a country, because of a dictator coming up or because the rules suddenly changed or because just things that are, I would say, out of the system or the governments or, or or those circumstances that can ha have everything taken away suddenly like yeah pyramids just things that have things taken away suddenly are are very present in in our minds it's so interesting listening to you because it's sort of like i can um 
I think I've met people who share, I mean, it, you know, they don't have to be German or Chinese or Colombian to have these experiences, right? So it's really interesting to hear the certain level of what's universal and what's very specific to culture, you know, because of government or whether, like, I like, uh, this is ridiculous, but like, I often think like weather is so important to how we think about when he just nodding. Weather is like, so dictates a lot of like, how we think about things. But anyway, like the the impact of all of the things around us on us. But it's also gratifying to hear how the shared experiences that are just part of being human, you know. Um, so in the last three minutes, where do we where do we take the conversation? Well, I, I just had an observation that came up, which was you know, hearing all these different contexts, if you will, of how people grew up and how they think of discomfort or getting what we want or looking for danger and things like that. You know, oftentimes in client work, this comes up all the time for people of any number of backgrounds or experiences, truly. So there's something about hearing everyone, despite how different they sound. I can think of people who might not be Colombian or German that's exactly like they would resonate with that a hundred percent. These are kind of just like these contexts are so um, relevant to so many different people of different backgrounds at the same time. And that's something that came up for me. It's like someone who's maybe nothing like Juanita might hear that and be like, that's exactly how I felt for the last, you know, however many years or something like that. Right. Um, so I just love hearing the similarities as much as there are differences for me leave people thinking about their experience of when things are working out because a lot of things came up in different realms as we as we all shared and shared our experiences but like in their experience of when things work what are those too much danger fear discomfort thoughts that come in and really giving them a voice so that you can you they can see um is this a family of origin is this a culture is this your own experience just to have that to give that some space because I think so often what we do is just like no no but it's great so like don't don't even think about that uh but actually giving those things a voice to see where they come from what they are and being able to put them aside but having listened to them I have one more thing that's about my mom since there was a story that started <laughs> um hi mom no you know one thing that I've <laughs> that's been getting out of the comfort zone um one discovery breakthrough I've had is my mom, you know, the conversations we have between each other and the things she asks about are the same things that I worry about all the time. And it wouldn't, it has taken a lot of like trying to meet each other in the middle across different languages um, that I interpret what she's saying and her fears and stuff as um, exactly, exactly how I feel some of the time. And it's just a funny experience of having that reflected back from someone else who actually knows exactly what you're talking about and the things you might be afraid of that um, if I can step beyond that part, I was like, wow, you and I are on the same page. Um, maybe the focus sometimes is more on the fear or something like that. But um, I've had that experience recently, and I don't think that would have happened without trying to become fluent in a language that I was born with, which is already uncomfortable in some ways for me to think about. But these are some things that I have already experienced in just a short amount of time. So, hi, mom. 
See you next week. You can follow us on the web at www.christinesaxcoaching.com.